Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Audrey, I can't believe it. We made it here. At the Tech Forge here in so Lawrenceville awesome. with RIDC. So great. I can't wait to do this show. Like we are I love doing the show in this space. We are literally in a building that's being constructed right now. I think it's just so much fun. We're literally seeing Pittsburgh's tech industry growing around us right now. Uh, with the with the president and CEO of RIDC. Absolutely, man. We have Don Smith with us today. Don, thanks for stopping by. Well, welcome to the Tech Force. Yeah, thanks man. This is so exciting. I mean, this is a building purposefully made for robotics companies. It is. Uh, you know, it's really uh, interesting. Lawrenceville has uh, become the epicenter of robotics in, in Pittsburgh and really in the country. Uh, and it all started with NREC just down the street from here, the National Robotics Engineering Consortium. Uh, and RADC is happy to be able to play a little bit of a part in supporting that with the chocolate factory and some of those early startups with uh, the Heppenstall mill building, which yep. Carnegie Robotics is in now. This is like the next jewel in the crown. Well, talk a little bit, Don, about RADC so people can understand what, the, what your organization does to sort of spawn the next generation of, of brick and mortar. Sure. I don't think a lot of people understand our IDC. Right. I mean, we are a private organization, so we're not a government agency. We don't get any government funding, uh, but we are what a not-for-profit. What fun is that? <laughs> yeah. Well, it has its advantages. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, so we can move quickly. And uh, we're a private organization, but we have a public mission. So our mission is really to support job creation and tax base enhancement in the region. And because we're a not-for-profit, we have the ability to take bigger risks and to make some of those long-term bets uh, and, uh, you know, I view our role as doing the projects where the public benefit is bigger than the private benefit. So we can afford to invest the it. extra money in this site, in this facility, clean up the brownfield. You can do things that normally wouldn't happen. Wouldn't happen. Right. Well, it couldn't be done by a private right. developer. It wouldn't be done by a private developer. There's no incentive to do exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. That's why it's so exciting that this is a resource that we have here in the Pittsburgh area but, to make these things the happen. the vision here yeah. at TechForge, like, dive into that a little bit. Sure. I mean, uh, we've been in Lawrenceville for quite some time, since the 90s, right. when it was decidedly unhot. <laughs> when it was and cold, it, right? It was definitely <laughs> unhot. unhot. People, I know even even I love eight it. years ago. I mean, I can remember talking about you know some stuff. Oh yeah, we put some of our team over there, over in Lawrenceville. Not anymore. But we always believed in in the vision of Lawrenceville as a technology center. I mean, it's uh, close to the university centers. It's close to downtown, and it's got great fabric. It's got great bones. It's a great community. And so uh, leveraging the NREC investment and CMU's involvement down here, we set about trying to create spaces that would be accommodating to these startup and spin-out companies. Companies like Seagrid, which started in the chocolate factory and then grew. Right. Right. I forgot Park about that. Yeah. About that. Uh, Red Zone Robotics is still right. in the chocolate factory. Uh, and we have Heavy Robotics just moved in right. recently. And we can start them out in small spaces there and then step them up as they grow 
So they don't have to sign long-term leases, and then they have to, you know, pay to get out of it. Right. They can just move. To it gives them the space they need at the time they're at in the evolution of their company, and they can they can grow as they grow. And you're there with them, locked up. Absolutely. And our goal is to be their partner, their real estate partner. Love it. Not just right. their landlord, but to help connect them with great organizations like the Tech Council mm-hmm. or Catalyst Connection or Innovation Works. Definitely. Uh, and to help plug them into the resources they need to be successful. Very, very cool. So, I'm so, so glad what, when is the space that we're sitting in right now going to be ready? So uh, our listeners can understand what we're sitting in right now. Painting it's a little fancier picture. than your usual location. It is. It's a little fancier. Um, this uh, The Tech Forge is actually designed as four bays, so it can accommodate up to four separate companies. Uh, the first company to sign was Caterpillar. So Caterpillar's automation group, they'll actually be moving in in three weeks. So on the other side of this fancy gravel uh, part of the building that we're sitting in, uh, Caterpillar is preparing to move in in three weeks. That's uh, so, exciting. So how tall like are these bays? Yeah. Uh, the back part of the bays are uh, start at 18 feet and go up to 21 feet. So it's high base space in the back, so it's purposely designed to accommodate whether they're working on trucks right. or harvesters or cars. They can bring them they in. Can they can fit it in here, right? Lifts. Exactly. They can get it in here. Uh, and then the front part of the building is set up as two-story office space. So uh, they have uh, a lot of natural light. They have some really high-tech office space. Uh, and then we have some amenities built into this building that we don't usually build into our industrial Ooh, buildings. Like what? Yeah, what is built in here? Well, the two things I think to highlight most are, one is the, the sustainability and the energy efficiency of this building. Huh. This building will be uh, a little over 30% more f- um, energy efficient than code. So we went above and beyond to create a really mm-hmm. sustainable, right. low-energy footprint on this building. And then uh, we have bike racks outside, and we have the capacity to add showers into all the tenant spaces. And we also have a roof deck. So we have a roof deck that is ah. a green roof, so it, it, it both manages stormwater, but also gives the employees an opportunity to get outside. Yeah. Great view. You can see mm-hmm. downtown. You can see the river. Uh, and get some fresh air while you're contemplating the next great innovation in Absolutely. automation or robotics. And best of all, you're just two blocks away from literally you know, from Butler Street. Butler right Street's in the middle of the, right, right in the middle of Lawrenceville here, where you can really access everything. Yeah, and I mean, because really, when you think about it, buildings like this are often very remote. They are. They're very remote. You know, you drive somewhere, and there's a series of buildings, and this is sort of blended into the neighborhood. Well, I think we're so bullish on Lawrenceville because of the urbanization of innovation. I mean, so much of the innovation activity now is happening in close proximity to the talent, which is at the universities and in the cities. And so Lawrenceville is a great, authentic, walkable neighborhood. It has huge housing explosion. But where are all those people going to work? We're creating the job centers where folks can walk to work and, and, uh, you know, create great things. I like to say that this is... Probably there's probably no place like this in the U.S. Do you know if I'm Good point. making I bet that you. up, yeah. or do you think that there are places where they've had sort of you know an eruption of uh, you know let's just say robotics and have well, this I think kind in of robotics? Kind of... I don't think there's any question. Pittsburgh's yeah. at the top of the list. Uh, there are certainly some other places that are pretty good, but not in sort of the neighborhood kind of character and scale that yeah. we have here. To have something an industrial setting like this, like two blocks away from. From, yeah, like, for, for, an amazing restaurant. An amazing, yeah, a restaurant. Like, to me, it's just such a cool combination. It's a great combination. And the really great thing is, is when we were planning this building and we had it presented to the community, we had numerous community meetings, and we weren't really sure how old Lawrenceville mm-hmm. was going to respond right, to this. Right, right, totally. They have been our most enthusiastic fans. They're so Seriously. appreciative of bringing Yay, the jobs Lawrenceville. back to the neighborhood. 
and so they remember when this was a mill site, and, and they're looking forward to this being another wow. big job site it just uh, becomes, in their neighborhood. It becomes additive to, to the neighborhood and the overall growth, what's happening here in Pittsburgh right. in general as far as it is. It's I mean, really great. Absolutely. I'm just so we've got a couple minutes. Like, So what other properties is RIDC all those? I know you have stuff all over the place, from the Almano site to stuff in the north, out we west. Do. We do. Yeah. Basically, west. you can drive an hour in any direction from Pittsburgh, right, and, and, and that's something. our territory. So we go as far north as Lawrence County. We have a park up in the Shannock. Uh, we go down to Greene County, and then we go east to Indiana County. We have a number of properties throughout there. Uh, the largest, of course, is uh, the RIDC Westmoreland site, the yes. former Sony plant out of Westmoreland County, 2.8 million square feet. You could feet. have a drag race in that <laughs> building. <laughs> it, it is an enormous building. It has over 2 million square feet of roof, wow. so we've learned the hard way. It's okay. expensive to maintain. <laughs> right. Oh, goodness. Uh, but we have some great companies in there, like DNP and, and Siemens is moving in there now. Uh, but we have everything from that down to, in the city of Pittsburgh, we have the Lawrenceville site. Uh, we have the Almano site, which we're very excited about. We've signed uh, CMU yep. to be uh, an anchor tenant in that facility with their Advanced Robotics Manufacturing Center. Uh, and we're actively talking to other prospects about uh, making it happen there as well. So fantastic. That's why I'm so pumped to be here. I'm so glad that RIDC is working with us on this show and allowing us to interview people right here in the middle in of the neighborhood. In the tech People forge. are in the neighborhood. Absolutely. If you want to learn more about RIDC, just the old website, RIDC.org. www.ridc.org. Just that simple. Awesome. Don Smith, you're making things happen here, man. We're doing our best. That's all I can say. I'm just so pumped to be here. I'm just remind everyone to learn more, more about the Tech Council. I'm going to pghtech.org because our members are what's happening in Pittsburgh's tech sector. And we're just so glad you're spending the evening with us. We're coming back with more action right here from the Tech Forge. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for keeping your dial tuned to Tech 5 Radio tonight here on KDKA. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. And Audrey, we are smack dab in the middle of the Tech Forge here in I'm, Lawrenceville tonight. Come on. I love being here. I know. So excuse any echoes or crazy construction sounds because well, we're in the middle of an active site Our here. desk is yes. a piece of plywood. It is. Sitting on on two workhorses. Workhorses. Yeah. And Audrey, I'm sitting on a five-gallon paint bucket. And I'm sitting on a folding chair. And Don and Smith on, is on a folding chair. On so, gravel. It's old school. We and like it, the man. light is coming in, and I love this. Absolutely. I don't. Could, maybe don't finish this building. <laughs> Keep it like this. Keep it a little, a little, a little roughed up. So, uh, it is always fun to be on construction sites when you see things in progress uh, and you can think about you know, uh, the potential of what's to come. There was yeah. really good thinking going on here. Really uh, this good has thinking. really turned out to be a great success for Without us. Without a I mean, doubt. It was a, it was a departure for us when we decided to take this building on. I remember. On. You it's much more expensive than <laughs> our hey, typical so, flex so building. How long ago was the, the seeds of the Tech Forge? Kind of like thrown out there. It's been a couple of years, three years in making. Well, I mean, the, the hardcore plans, the yeah. concrete plans, were really only about a year and a half. Yeah. Oh my! Not been wow! In the making, okay. so it's moved pretty quickly. Uh, once we uh, once we decided to pull the trigger, right. it's gone uh, gone pretty quickly. Very very cool. And so just reminding everyone, we're talking to Don Smith from RIDC, who's hosting us here tonight, because we're just really, like I said, at the epicenter of so many great things happening here in Pittsburgh, and how RIDC has been a part of many of these successful companies, right. the Ubers, the Carnegie Robotics. Right. So we, we can do a little walk down memory lane, and how RIDC has really been fundamental. Right. Yeah, I think we have. I mean, we really uh, play in that niche where we're willing to take some risks on early-stage companies and put them into some space, even though they don't necessarily have you know, the creditworthiness that established companies have. And we look for opportunities to leverage other great things going on in the region. Right, right, right. One of those great things clearly has been the National Robotics Engineering Consortium and right. CMU here yep. in Lawrenceville. And that's really the story of our properties here in Lawrenceville is how we leveraged 
Carnegie Mellon and all the great things coming out of that. Yeah. And how many properties in Lawrenceville again do you have? Um, we have three buildings currently. Okay. So we have the Chocolate Factory, right. which is about 70,000 square feet. One, su- one sweet building, yes. It is. <laughs> one sweet building. Thank you. I couldn't uh, resist. Uh, yeah. He's, we, he's we your the, admin. Uh, the the Happenstall Mill building, the blue building mm-hmm. that Carnegie Robotics is in. Yep. And now we have the brand new Tech Forge. Yep. Uh, here where we Love have uh, two tenants signed already, even though it's not completed, and uh, still one bay available, great space oh. for uh, companies. Still to one in. bay available. One bay available. Oh, you're going to wow. fill that pretty quickly, I do believe. How many square feet? Uh, about 17,000. Uh, but we Very do have cool. three or four prospects looking at it. So it's been phenomenally successful, really well received in the market. Uh, but I think this is the outgrowth of a long-term strategy. Mm-hmm. If you look at something like Carnegie Robotics, when it spun out of NREC as a formal company, you know, we invested heavily with them to put them in the blue building, in the Heppenstall Mill building. They're doing great, but it was a group from that Carnegie Robotics team that spun off to form Uber's Advanced Technology Center. I love it. And we incubated them in the chocolate factory. Yep. Uh, and they grew so explosively and so fast that they needed to go out and get additional space. And we continue to work with them uh, on a number of their properties. But then members of their team have left and gone on to be part of Argo and, and some of the other teams. So it really is a story of these little seedlings that mm-hmm. turn into some really big <laughs> growing saplings that yeah. are turning into big trees. Well, uh, Very much so. has been lucky to have someone like you at the helm because your background is probably not been the legacy of, of such an organization. So your view of the world is sort of mapped into technology-based economic development. It is. I mean, I was lucky enough to spend so much time at the universities at Carnegie Mellon and Pitt and and have a great and deep affinity both for the institutions but also for the technology companies that come out of that. are coming out of that, absolutely. And had the opportunity to work with a lot of great faculty who have started companies and a lot of the great entrepreneurs who have made those those technologies into products. So at RIDC, with myself, with Tim White, with others on our team who have that technology background, we love the tech companies. We mm-hmm. love getting in there, understanding them, and helping them get the kind of Your space they need. Your passion shows with those folks. It really does. And, and we love working with them, and they're doing great things well, for our region. You're taking a bet on them, too. While venture capitalists take bets on them as well, you're taking a bet on them. Our, our payoff's a little different. Our payoff's uh, great jobs and, and enhancement of the tax base, not, not financial wealth. Exactly. Right. Uh, but we love betting on these companies because we really do believe they're the future of our region and the future of our economy. Uh, and we're, we're and happy they to, are. To I mean, think about just think about Uber alone. How the fact that you know, with the advanced technology group here and them having space in Pittsburgh, like that's where everyone in the world's coming to. If they're going to be engineering in, at Uber, they're coming to Pittsburgh. Well, and you know, by by some reports, they're up over a thousand jobs, not drivers, jobs, mm-hmm. right? In less than three years. So let's right. list the companies that have created a thousand jobs in three years. Exactly. I can't. Uber. Zero. Yeah. That's Uber. it. I can't. Uh, and, UPMC. And then, uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But uh, but not in one concentration. Exactly. Right? And some of the others are on a growth trajectory that have the same potential. Right. And so we're really seeing the fruits of, you know, this all started in the 80s with Tom Murn and Westinghouse investing in the Robotics Institute at CMU. I know. People think it's an overnight success. Nope. It's like uh, this is the end of a very long pipeline. Three decades grind. Absolutely. So you, there's also property called Amano. Yes. Just down the river. And yeah. talk, let's talk about that. What's going on there these days and how many yeah. acres? And Hazelwood and the Almano site is really an incredible opportunity for the region. It's 178 acres on the river, about a mile and a half of riverfront in the Hazelwood neighborhood. So it's just over the hill through the Panther Hollow from Carnegie Mellon and Pitt. It's like that last chunk of land. It is. It's know? the last big site. It's the biggest site available still in the city of Pittsburgh. So close to the universities, close to downtown. 
Uh, it's owned by a partnership led by the foundations. They have this uh, really visionary plan for an, an extremely sustainable, green, walkable, mixed-use neighborhood uh, on that site. And RIDC is fortunate enough to have acquired the first piece of that, the mill building and the land around it. And we're moving forward with uh, the Mill 19 uh, building down there with the CMU as our anchor tenant. And, and again, we're focusing on attracting those technology companies they want to be close to the university and part of the, the Pittsburgh story. But the and landscape there is amazing. There's like a new roadway you've put through there. And this is like the roadway of the future going on here. It is Pittsburgh's first complete street. So this is a mile and a half long signature boulevard. And it has your drive lanes, your parking, your bicycle lanes, your pedestrian lanes, your stormwater management all in the right of way. Uh, and all of the infrastructure is under that road as well, including telecom and, and the modern infrastructure as well as water and so sewer. The, the and bones stormwater. are there to start building stuff around. Which the I think structure is, so is there, and it's time to start hanging things on that structure. Right, right. And with CMU and the ARM Institute, uh, we really have just the, the absolute perfect first mover. Uh, to make that site a reality. And, and it's, it's still going to be mixed use, right? It is going to be mixed use. So uh, it was very important to have that kind of, the same kind of thing we're seeing here in Lawrenceville, that authenticity of live, work, play, dine. Uh, you got to go eat somewhere, you got to go shop somewhere. Right. Uh, over in Hazelwood. And I think it's also important to note that there's a real strong effort to connect the site to, this, to the community to make sure that all the streets that can be connected up to the can local street connected. grid will okay. be. So and it's not like a contained... Yeah. It's not, not, a, not a fence around it. By any stretch we like to say we're doing it with Hazelwood, not in Hazelwood. Ah, very interesting. I uh, like that. And so that partnership with the community has really been very successful and, and an important part of the vision for the site. Wow. This is just such huge work. Yeah. And it's, just, it's literally laying the foundations for Pittsburgh's going to be 20 years from now. And, and you're making I that happen now. I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. So well, that's what's I, I, We like to think that, you know, in the same way that RIDC Park and Thornhill and right. Park West were part of the 60s and 70s right. renaissance of Pittsburgh, that, you know, Lawrenceville and Elmano and Westmoreland exactly. and, and some of the Innovation Ridge and other things that we have going on are really laying the groundwork for, for the next uh, Pittsburgh renaissance. Oh, without they certainly a doubt. are. So we're talking to Don Smith, yep. did a deep dive. He's yeah. president and CEO of RIDC. You can check out RIDC.org, mm -hmm. and you can see all the work that they've been up to for over... 60 years. Whoa, 60, 60 years, years. Right? That's amazing. And yeah. uh, as a private company, even though their mission is clearly community-based and uh, building capacity, both literally and figuratively. For sure. And, Don, thanks for letting us Thank hang out in your so space tonight. Thanks for being here. We've been working with the Tech Council since its inception. I Absolutely, know. man. So continue years. to partner with you guys on doing great things. We love it, Thank man. You. So much fun being here. We're so coming cool. back with more Tech Vibe Radio right from the Tech Forge in the heart of Lawrenceville. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Learn more about the Pittsburgh Technology Council by going to pghtech.org. And if you feel like it, mosey on over to Twitter, at pghtech. We're always tweeting. Fun, fun stuff going on here in Pittsburgh. We'll be right back after this quick break. Welcome back, everybody. You are dialed into Tech Vibe Radio, and we are taking the show on the road, Audrey. We go any place we can take a show to get the stories. Well, we're on gravel right now. So we are on excited. gravel, and we're digging it because we are hanging out at RIDC and their new Tech Forge building in Lawrenceville. It's massive. It's impressive. Lawrenceville is one of these neighborhoods where it goes without saying, I just can't even describe it anymore. So much good stuff going on here. So much growth in a positive way and having things like this anchoring what is the future of Pittsburgh. Yep. I mean, this, this whole building was put here because of the robotics industry just yep. going crazy here yep. in Pittsburgh. And then we're going to get a 
chance to talk to the person at the helm of RDC at some point. Yes, absolutely. So, but right now we have someone in the house that we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive with. Exactly. And that is Jeff Fullerton. Hi, Jeff. Hey guys, how you doing? So you work for a little company called Uber, right? Yeah, we're we're a small concern. Yeah, mm-hmm. most people really most small. people in the <laughs> right? United States, perhaps the world, have heard of us. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and you are. In a, in a leadership role in operations? I'm in operations, business development, uh, get into a lot of adaptive reuse um, or even new vision projects, much like the one we're sitting in right now. This in my world is this pretty is, nice. It's nice in here, right? It's moving ready. It's, it's moving, moving ready. ready. Yes. Moving yeah. ready. It's not shovel ready. It's shovel moving ready. ready. It's moving like ready. He's, exactly. he's ready to go. Exactly. In the world of uh, roboticists, um, we, we would move in and start operation tomorrow. We have power and uh, and sunlight. We're good. To power, go. sunlight. Power and sunlight, and you don't need heat, so it's perfect. And yeah. we got we got a nice a nice plywood table. Yeah, and again, classic adaptive reuse. Yes, classic. Yeah. That's so what that's we're about our, here. That's our middle name. Tech Vibe Radio. Yes, adaptive reuse is, is what we yeah. do. And so, g- give us a little bit about your background, yeah. and we're going to jump in. Who is talk. Jeff Fullerton? Oh, please. Uh, yeah, that's, that's who is the man? We want to know. We want to know. Interesting question. So. Uh, uh, you know, prior to a number of uh, interesting cataclysmic things, uh, I worked for big defense contractors. I worked also in steel mill automation and have done everything from, uh, you know, automotive processing to nuclear propulsion on ships to uh, long wave infrared uh, thermal imaging technology. Okay, Audrey, I'm just feeling like I'm not very smart anymore. That's okay. You're not. That's okay. <laughs> I know. And, and, and then through, through a series of events, found myself uh, in Pittsburgh talking to some folks about some really cool ideas they had for manufacturing of robotics. You need to write a book. I, it's, it's been it's been said. Yes. Yeah, I, got, I need to write. I also need to cut my grass. So there's many things I need to. Do. <laughs> I can't oh seem to keep up with it all. But uh, yeah. So so in the nutshell, you know, the the elevator, you know, between floor one and three, that's kind of the speech, you know, who I am. Right. Um, but I found myself in Pittsburgh in 2009 in just more of a curiosity investigating an opportunity that was presented to me, and I had no intention of leaving my former career until I had met a few folks here at the uh, Carnegie Mellon National Bikes Engineering Center who were absolutely um, on fire with what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, 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 I at a revival. Yeah. So this is 2009. Revival, yeah, at a revival yeah. fever pitch. Almost and, 10 years ago. Yeah. Holy heck, time's yeah, going by thanks, quick. Thanks, thanks. I was not, I did not have gray hair then. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh, but it was very interesting because you know when you're in the company of people where the thing that they are doing and the passion that they are chasing is contagious. And I found myself in their company uh, talking about some things and really seeing Pittsburgh in potential renovation of the, of the city and the economy in a different light. I was really, uh, uh, really, really enthused that this was going on in the city. And so... Uh, through through another series of events, uh, I found myself, uh, you know, with a group of folks that were interested in getting this little company uh, called Carnegie Robotics off the ground, mm-hmm. and I sort of had one of those why not moments in life. And uh, so, where know, were you coming from before that to come to Pittsburgh? I work for I work for a defense contractor mm-hmm. uh, called DRS Technologies. They're based out of Parsippany, New Jersey. Okay. And we had. Um, uh, we 
have 41 offices across the U.S. at that time. We were roughly a $3 billion concern. Okay. Wow. And then recently yeah. picked up by a European defense contractor. So we were a, we, we were on par, but not at the level of a Boeing or Lockheed, but right. we were in that yeah. still that same that venue. Same, company. Same, same venue. Right. And, and, and uh, Pittsburgh was not really on your radar until this It, it really wasn't. I, I, had, I had a happy, uh, a happy uh, career life in Armstrong County at the North Point Industrial Park. I, yes. was, part of a, I was part of a couple companies and them being oh, the last okay. up there setting up a business, right. new technology endeavors with the Penn State Electro Optics Center, and had just had sort of a crazy uh, career. You know, I was opening doors, like, wow, that's neat, I'll go do that. And so I, I found myself here um, just through just through some connectivity, some interesting connectivity, and the next thing you know, I, I just, I had, I had seen passion for what people do. You know, right. you see passion in sports, you right. see passion in, uh, you know, people building homes and things, but when it came to people's careers and wanting to take things to the next level. I just did not experience that passion until I had spent time with the National Box Engineering Center. And I had really come at that very sort of standoffish. I thought, okay, I'm going to come down, I'm going to talk to you. But once I got there, I was I was infected with it. And then, like I said, one thing led to another and, uh, you know, off, off we went. So... Yeah, that's well, the, that's, that's Jeff that's, Fullerton that's, floors three through. I like so that's that. Actually, that's actually there's there's, cool there's a romantic side to some of this, right? There really is. Yeah. There really is. There's a there was a there was an infection that you know I think we all career wise want to get to at some point, and right. uh, I had shared that with many of my friends, and I had a fellow I had lunch with. I used to work used to work for me, and he said. Wow, I said I haven't like seen you this happy, and I said, "Really?" I said, <laughs> "Really?" I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "He said I know you're working, you know, you know, sometimes seven days a week, fourteen hours a day." I said, "I know, but it doesn't feel like it. It feels like it's a snippet in time. Yeah. It feels like we've landed. Wow. I've landed so in this, cool. you know, like the kid that lands in the room full of Legos." Nah. Hey. So, anyways, but yeah. doesn't get hurt when he hits all those sharp pieces. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we were. So you know, I was fortunate to be with some like-minded individuals that were. And then you moved Uber. over to a new company. Yeah, so, um, you know, when, when Uber came to town and was looking for their opportunity, uh, there were there were several of us associated with uh, the National Robotics Engineering right, Center, right, sure. Carnegie Robotics at that time, right. that uh, had an opportunity to take what we did well in Pittsburgh, or at least right. what we thought we did well, others right. that sure. we did well, right. and, and, and do that for another organization. And so, again, it's one of those, like, really, you mean I can press the reset button on what I've been doing and do it again, and, and that was... That and was, so you were one of the first people in when Uber set up its its operations here well, in I Pittsburgh, was. I was, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's so exciting, and that was back in 2015, right? Yes, that was early 2015, yeah. It was uh, in January the team was officially pulled together, and... Uh, you could write a whole book just on that. Yeah, that was uh, it was interesting. It was a lot of fun, and, you know, my, my role in that was... You know, everything from, you know, new site procurement, uh, development, uh, you know, really thinking out of the box, you know, having worked with technologists and, and being an engineer myself, you know, understanding what these folks need to get their job done, what barriers need to be broken down. Uh, I would take a look at the things that they need through their eyes, walk into a site like this, uh, you know, find ownership or leadership of these sites. In some cases, we would work out temporary deals. Like, hey, we only need your site for three months, which is odd. Right. You know, if you're a landlord, you don't want to get a three yeah. months deal. But you know, we would we would do that. But it would it would it became a series of stepping stones to really where we are in Pittsburgh and establishing. Absolutely. So what are your thoughts on buildings like this at the Tech Forge that we are now making buildings in Pittsburgh just for just robotics for a lot companies? Of- 
I think it's really cool. And and I think if you went back to 2009 and earlier, uh, those of us that were at the beginning of this, you know, our vision was probably very limited. Um, you know, often that's just because we had our nose to the grindstone and we were mm-hmm. just looking one, you know, one milestone ahead. Right. One milestone For sure. Ahead. Right, right, right. <clears throat> Uh, is we is we as I worked here in Lawrenceville and looked around, uh, many people that I knew, even folks that were in the area, was like, why would you do anything in this area? You know, there's there were you know issues with uh, you know the local the local economy. There were issues with uh, the, the housing. They're just like, why would you why wouldn't you go to a, a Wexford? Why wouldn't you go to a Westmoreland County? Why wouldn't you go build something new? Um, but we really were infected with a lot of the vision that we remained here. I mean, if you look at an old factory like the Hepburn Cell Steel Building, and right. you understand the history. You look at a building it's like incredible. a Crucible Building on 30th right. and Smallman, and you understand that you know at one time that housed the Black Diamond Ironworks, and you realize that people sure. that have come yeah. before. And I tend to be a little there. bit of Pittsburgh nostalgia, and I can easily see those shadows of those folks. And I, oh. you know, one of those oh, people, and I'm like, third book right yeah, there. Third yeah, what book would, right I mean, what would they think? I mean, what would you think? I mean, I thought, yeah, what would someday, they be thinking? What would right. people yeah. think? What would people think a hundred years from now? From what, right. what would these robotics guys? Doing, you know, so but you're uh, not from Pittsburgh, right? I grew up in Armstrong County. Oh, did you? Okay. But I you're was, a Pittsburgher. But I was born in Oakland. I, okay. I'm like my mother. You're definitely I'm, a Pittsburgher. I'm a baby. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, me too. Me yeah. too. <laughs> so in that rarefied era, but uh, my my father, mother, my father was a construction worker in the city, and my mother was a nurse. So I mean, uh, this is this is where I essentially. Yeah, this we came here to shop. I love it. I love it. You know, this was, you know, this was our place. For sure. I tell you what, we have so much more to talk about. We are talking to Jeff Fullerton from Uber, and we're taking a quick break. We're coming back. We want to learn more about what Uber is up to here in Pittsburgh. And really, it's such a a great story. I can't wait for us to kind of dive into that. And I'm just so happy to be here in RIDC's Tech Forge, telling these stories. Come on, doesn't get any better than this. I love it. I think it's just fantastic. Learn more about RIDC. Go to RIDC.org uh, and check them out. I mean, so many properties all over the Pittsburgh area for all types of businesses, right. including robotics companies, which we think is just so much fun. Then go over to pghtech.org, our website, and learn about great companies like Uber and like the Carnegie Robotics of the world and what they're doing here in Pittsburgh. And then Uber. go over to Twitter, pghtech, and follow us there. Anyhow, so many ways to, to keep pace with what's happening here in Pittsburgh. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. From the Pittsburgh Technology Council. And we'll be right back after this quick break with a heck of a lot more with Uber and robotics and all the great stuff happening here in Pittsburgh. It's absolutely true. You cannot deny it. You're listening to Tech 5 Radio right now, making wise use of your time on a Friday night, hanging out with us and all the great men and women that are making it happen. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. We are from the Pittsburgh Technology Council, bringing you this show from the Tech Forge in the heart of Lawrenceville on 47th Street, mm-hmm. right here talking to one of the, this is one of the best interviews we've had, Audrey. You know, about very dynamic person, working for one of Pittsburgh's coolest companies in one of Pittsburgh's He's coolest parts of town. He's writing his third book and he doesn't even know it yet. his third book, doesn't even know it yet. We're talking to Jeff Fullerton here from Uber, hanging out with us, hey, spending Jeff, some time. Thanks for so thanks staying for with us here. being with us. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. No, it's great. We, so, there, you know, this whole mystique about Uber, just to, you know, preface it, is that there's two pieces. So if you're listening, there's two pieces of this Uber world. There's people who actually drive 
you know, and, and like the Uber app, and you, you meet the drivers and so many interesting people, and you can get wherever you want, whenever you want it. We like that, yes. And uh, then there's also this ATC, this Advanced Technology Center, that's, that's sitting right in the backbone of Lawrenceville, and that's really what we're going to talk about today. All the heavy-duty engineering and crazy work right, that happens and to make what, this stuff happen. what life yeah. they've brought to a piece of the world that we probably never imagined exactly. in Pittsburgh. If someone would have said, working on autonomous vehicles in Pittsburgh, people would have said Detroit, maybe, right? right? But Pittsburgh, we don't even have grids. We don't even, you know, we don't know how to make left turns. We don't know how to do all these hey, things. Hey, the Pittsburgh left is very effective. <laughs> and, and actually, what I do know is the self-driving Ubers know the Pittsburgh left. I've They're pulled learning. it a few times to test it. They're right. learning. So here we have Jeff, who's leading operations and business development here in Lawrenceville. So thanks for staying with us and doing a little bit more of a deeper no dive. I, I enjoy it. And uh, so, you know, what can you tell us about what's happening on the technology side? Well, I can, I can tell you, you know, we, we have evolved or perhaps better evolved. We, we have grown extremely fast in Pittsburgh. Um, I, I think that that's probably the one thing that if, if you have to name the top five things that, that have had impact on your career and things that you've had to learn to manage right. and understand and adapt to, it, it, is, the, it is the rapid growth. Um, this problem has been, and I say the problem, the, the problem of answering you know, mm-hmm. vehicle autonomy has been tackled by a core group of technologists here in Pittsburgh with uh, an exceptional amount of passion and devotion and in the tackling of this problem since 2015 they were really great at doing a global search and finding other like-minded individuals yeah. you know and, and i think oftentimes you know as, as technologists engineers whatever your field is you can work in like you can work in your career pocket for a right. long time but when you realize you need to expand and to grow rapidly you have to reach out and so this team here in pittsburgh uh, in, in conjunction with our, our corporate resources out of San Francisco, started pulling in people from all parts of the globe, all sorts of experiences, whether they were from the automotive world, the legal world, finance, business. And, and that collection of folks have come to Pittsburgh in one shape or, or the other. In most cases, they have moved here. Uh, and, and I think that that, that is probably the, the neatest thing, the coolest thing that, that I have experienced in my career is is meeting these people from all walks of life and, and, and from all areas of the country. Because I think too often, and Pittsburgh is probably a great example of this, I mean, we as Pittsburghers growing up here could be very myopic when it came to steel. Nobody else can produce steel but us, right? Now, we were really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, Wasn't that true? It was true. That's right. Nobody else did it better. But as, as, you, as you travel the globe and we're in a global economy, a global society, you realize that there are phenomenal people from Toronto, from you know, Canada, from Asia, from uh, yeah. Korea. Which is why I'm, I'm so excited about it. Like yeah, right? It yeah. is. I find it so exciting because now we're having folks from around the world seeing Pittsburgh as the place to be to do this type of work. Exactly. exactly. You know? So and people they, from Toronto would want to come and here from wherever. about us as Pittsburghers, right? And I don't think we realized we were doing it all along, is we've created a really great society, a really great cultural set of values that really weren't, they weren't edgy over the top. They were normal. They were acceptable. They were peaceful. Um, 
you know, from, from your school systems, your communities. I hear this over and over again from our, from really? our employees. And I just love sending my kids to, you know, some school in the North Hills. You know? So that and, means and, they're telling that yeah. to their friends that are exactly, around the world, exactly. right? Exactly. And they're saying, wow, you know, I, I moved here from... Well, let's say San Francisco. Pick on San Francisco because we know that's really expensive. Right. And and oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. I, I don't have to send my kids to well, private the same school. Pressures or, too. Yeah, it's amazing what a million dollars would buy for a house in yeah, Pittsburgh, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've, I've been driving down to one of our RIDC properties in uh, New Stanton and some San Francisco people with us, and they were just looking on the they were in the turnpike and they're like, "Wow!" And they're looking at these nice homes, you know, nicely situated, in about you know four four or five acres. And they said, oh, "That's wow. That's really nice." And I said. What are you thinking? That what are you thinking? I said, I don't know. That's probably ten million dollars. You know, and I said, you can I buy said, the whole block I for said, ten million dollars. I, yeah, I said, I think you could probably probably easily sneak into that for probably in the you know five to eight hundred thousand dollar range. Said, are you kidding? And so, I mean, that's 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 an example, but but that happens every day. And I think here, that's one of the biggest impacts. And the neat thing when you talk about what Uber Uber has done and brought to the area, it has brought a group of people that normally wouldn't look at Pittsburgh as a destination right. choice. And I, I really, I, I've seen a lot of value in that. And as they grow, as they help us grow Uber, the Autonomous Technology Center, they also are helping us grow the greater economy and the community. And they're bringing, oh, they're bringing their children, they're bringing exactly. families. Right. Yep. And their kids and are going to go to our schools and they're going to right. you know, have this tremendous sense of community that is, you know, Pittsburgh, I think, has really been welcoming. I've yet to hear somebody say, I moved into a neighborhood and I hate my neighbors. That would be like, awful. I don't yeah, want that. Right, right, yeah, exactly. we can't have that happen. Like, this is really cool. I really have made really quick to make a friend. So, you know, if, if anything else comes out of this, and I think that we're all social beings at our core, the social component that we've had an impact on has been, you know, we as Uber has been really strong because we didn't have a growth curve that was like, you know, we're going to grow a couple hundred people. And we yeah, grew as steady. many people as we could fit buildings into, which right. is really what comes back to my responsibility uh, is a site like this. How fast How fast can you make this inhabitable, Jeff? Yeah. Can you get office trailers in there? Can you get air conditioning in there? <laughs> we'll make it happen. Okay, I'm in there by the end of the week. What can you and can you not do in, 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 uh, in a short amount of time? And that part of my job, which allows our technologists to be accommodated, uh, has been has been really important. So, and tell um, us a little bit about some of these these folks that are working here. I mean, just because I mean, like what kind of background they just really they care about what they're doing because they're working on some of the hardest problems to solve, and that's what they want to do. They yeah, want to solve problems. You know, a, a lot of the younger folks, as you can imagine, I mean, they've not a lot of experience, you know, in the in an environment like this. But many of them have come out of very uh, you know, prestigious universities like, like Carnegie Mellon. I think that's the easiest, easiest one, you know, locally. <clears throat> but they're from all around them, and many of them have worked on robotics projects. Robotics okay. are, are the new thing that everybody, a lot of young people want to work on. And so they've created, they've created resumes long in advance of receiving their, their undergrad or their graduate degree, and they're just, they, they want to do this. They want to take this to the next level. And I think for, for them, you know, vehicles and transportation is one of these sort of legacy things that we do in the world, right? We, 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 we all get behind a car, it has a gas pedal and a brake and, and a transmission, and that's been happening since the 20s, right? Those are pretty standard things. And these guys are looking at everything through a different set of eyes. They, you know, as we all look at our, our, our mobile devices, right, that, that took a different set of eyes. Like, you know, who thought in the 80s you'd have a computer on your, in your hand every day? 
Uh, so they look at they look at transportation the same way, and those are the type of people that, that are in the city. And I think it's really neat because it has a it has a unique contrast to where we've right. been where we've been as a community. Oh, totally. and, and they see the possibilities. You know, socioeconomical group of folks here in the western right. Pennsylvania to where we're going to. And you know, they're gonna be they're they're the new steel workers, you know, if you will. They're gonna the be new the steel new workers. steel workers. Okay, you know. He's coming out with some good quotes here. I'm telling you man. He really but, uh, is. I just I, I can't say, you know, because honestly, let's face it, without any of these things none of none of these things are possible without the people. And we at the core I think did a really great job of attracting a lot of definitely interesting excited and passionate talent into the city to, to make the product and continue to evolve the product that right. you see on the road I every think, day. I think also a point, we got about a couple minutes left, Sure, a point needs to be made that Uber came here because of, of, of the innovation and the talent available. They didn't come here because of tax breaks. Right. They didn't come here because someone said, hey, you know. It, it's yeah, like, that's a really good they point. They know that we're, they chose Pittsburgh because this is where they could actually get their problem solved. Right. Yes, exactly, exactly. That was, that was really a great strength organizationally as we attacked problems like space and location and what makes sense was that, uh, and, and I, uh, I did my cheesy phrase to a lot of folks we work with is that we're cash and carry, meaning Interesting. Yeah. I don't have to, thankfully, you know, based on the, 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 how well the company's done over the years, I, I don't have to go out and look for a grant or a loan or, or deal with bankers. If, if you can give me a permit today to build, You're building. I can yeah. build and I can see that that contractor is paid every 30 days yep. and it will stimulate that economy. I love it, and man. so um, that was important. And, and our friends at the city of Pittsburgh, in the city of Pittsburgh and the planning office, the zoning office, Department of Public Works, um, Pittsburgh Water and Sewer, they were really quick to to recognize mm-hmm. that we yeah. were we really wanted to do things right. very quick right. and and I remember attending up attending many follow up meetings I'm like well, you weren't kidding we gave you a permit you had shovels in the ground and, oh that's really know, great and, and I think that just speaks to the to the greater organization not just not just the technology group but the rideshare group you know we just push the envelope on what we can get done so, and get done so quick. can I ask you a personal question do you own a car yes. <laughs> does, several. It, does it drive itself? You own several <laughs> cars. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, yeah, yes, I would. I, would I, I love to drive. And that's, see, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. Most of our core technologists, the guys that started here with right. Carnegie Mellon National Bikes and Engineering Center, they love to drive. Right. Driving is their passion. Right. They're driving <laughs> passionate cars. You know, mm-hmm. so. so what kind of car do you drive? What's, what, what's, your, what's your favorite car? What's uh, my favorite car? Put, put I have, I have two, the, two that are my, my favorites. Okay. Probably is my Probably is my large you know, Ford pickup truck that I tow with. Okay. But I also have an Audi A6. All right. And, uh, I got an A4. <laughs> yeah. So, so come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the way that hugs the road. I, that's just a really okay. Nice, so nice that's vehicle. always interesting yeah. for I me. Love I, it, I always ask the guys for me to see that yeah. question. So yeah. we are here wrapping up a deep dive with Jeff Fullerton of yeah. Uber and uh, what a treat it's been sitting here at Tech Forge in Lawrenceville, right yep. on the gravel, love and it, man. appreciate. All of this. We, the way every development should be. We <laughs> are. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. We we look and toast to the future yep. because we know the future is just a few weeks away into something new. That's all. But exactly thanks for right, yeah. your passion and your leadership. 
You're welcome. You're welcome. And, and make an Uber do what we can do here in Pittsburgh and makes it it just it's so much more than just one company. It really goes it into matters. everything here and it matters. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah. fun. It's a lot of fun. Honored to be here guys. We're Thank glad we're, we're glad that you stopped by to be part of this Tech Vibe Radio. Our TNT coming from right here at the Tech Forge in Lawrenceville. RIDC making it happen for us. Check them out. They're really they're they're one of those foundational organizations that making that's making Pittsburgh happen with the space they afford people to get into. Great, great stuff. Anyhow, another show under our belt. We'll be back next Friday with more of these great stories. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Learn more about us at pghtech.org and then have yourself an awesome weekend, everybody. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.